Alright, the tape is rolling, the light is on, you're in the two-man booth with Nick Good. And Neil Cochran. And this is your podcast where we talk Oilers, NHL, most things hockey, Neil, and it's... Well, I mean, here we are, as always, lamenting after a bad loss, but we got to keep in mind the Oilers record in the last, what would we say, 15 That's games, right. 16 when, games. When we looked at the big picture, we were... Like, we are sitting pretty going to the playoffs, but still, it's tough when you... You you lose in a the cursed city Twin Cities of St Paul and Minneapolis yeah. right Yeah so we have I saw somebody What's your name Where are you from Charlie yeah. Conway <laughs> That's right Minneapolis Minnesota and I'm Gordon Bombay Minneapolis Minnesota, Minnesota Yeah <laughs> They go through fifteen people every twelve of the thirteen or whatever the hell say Minnesota, Minnesota. like we're all across the states <laughs> Austin Texas Austin Texas Bangor Maine Bangor Maine Chicago Who's Illinois. from Chicago uh, Dean Portman. Dean Portman. All oh, right, because he's like a like a fucking bully. That's right. And then uh, Goldberg's from Philly. Philly. Yeah. Uh, who else is from other places? Oh, Luis Mendoza. Where's where he from? Florida. Or was it L.A.? No, Luis Mendoza. He's from, from Florida? Florida. Yeah. Okay. But with a name like Mendoza, I mean, come on. Well, it could be from anywhere in the it Southern States, be. honestly. That's true. That's true. But no, it was from Florida. Because he has a Panthers jersey on. Oh, yeah. Because they right. all have their own. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, what's what's Julie the cat wearing? Just like She's a like, main, yeah, like a main, like the bear. University of Maine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, same Paul Korea alum, I of Maine. Is he? Yes, he played NCAA. He won the Hobie Baker. Oh, I believe he played. He didn't. I don't think he played four years though. Well, before we even get, before we even get before to we the get opening to draw, yeah. draw, we're already we're already getting stats and research. Working. On it. I'm. Pr- I want to say that he. Paul Korea had like out of control stats. Played in Maine. for Maine, yeah, like crazy stats. Induction to the Hall of Fame. I'm just sorry. Just induction yeah. to the Hall of Fame 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give me his stats for Maine. Like they were crazy. I think, I believe, he didn't win the Hobie he Baker. Played, oh, oh, okay. So he played. Oh yeah, he played two years at Maine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're crazy. <laughs> 100 points in 39 games. And I'm, I wanted to say 100, but that sounded wrong. But I'm like, I'm almost... goals, 75 assists. Yeah, I'm almost certain... In 39 games. Yeah, which in college, that's crazy. Even in the early 90s And then like he, that. his second year, he played 12 games at 24 points. They're like, okay, kid, you're playing the, you're playing the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Played on the World Junior Team, blah, blah, blah. All that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he played... Well, he played, he played for a ton of... He played World Junior, World Championship that year. Mm-hmm. This is in 92-93. That his first year when he had 100 points, and the next year he went, he had played for the national team. Yeah. 93-94. So was there Olympics that year? No. 92 Maybe. was the Olympics. No, Lilyhammer was 92. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was that year. Olympics. Yeah, he played eight games in the Olympics. Yeah, so he played for the Olympic team. Hadn't even played in the NHL yet. 94. Was that? Eh, whatever. I don't care. Anyway. Uh, Norway. No, that was Lily Hammer, like you said. Yeah. But they, I remember. The, oh, yeah, because then Nagano's 98. That's, that's right. right. So they had like a weird thing where they like it made it. It was two years. Yes, because they it was used. the same year as the other Olympics. That's the right. Olympics. And then they decided to stagger. Because there so was a 92, and then they went yes, 94, 98. That's right. Yeah. Look stagger. at us go. Look at us go. Talking about. But 100 points. That's what I talking thought. Talking about corrupt. You want to talk about FIFA a bit? No. Talk about the World Cup? No. <laughs> no. Let's talk about World Cup. Uh, no, we'll wait till Canada actually plays a game. <laughs> that'll, be so, that'll be for our summer content. We'll become soccer experts for the summer. Oh, I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind the that World either. Cup's not until November because corruption. Oh, yeah, because it's in Qatar. Yep. You can't play because in of July. Corruption. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's in November. Yeah. Oh, what a joke. Yep. I, I forgot. That's right. They had to move it because yep. it would have been 50 degrees outside. Yeah, people died building these stadiums. That's but right. hey, World well, Cup, baby. That's right. Oh, God. 
Okay. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna go around the NHL. We're gonna do some award stuff. We'll, I want to talk about the Vesna and the Hart Trophy race here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the Oilers, we'll just talk about some uh, some not so fan not so fancy stats against the uh, against the Wild, and then how some certain players are playing right now. And then of course, Coach Ryan Road Warriors and Fantasyland Motel. So let uh, let us finally get to the opening draw, Neil. First to ten. Full check. Bring it on. And the opening draw is brought to you by our friends at Hutch Mortgages. Like us here at TMB, Neil, the team at Hutch Mortgages are people first. They're dedicated to the fundamentals of mortgage lending, providing a fast, convenient, and less stressful home financing or refinancing experience. Right now is a great time to get into the market, so if you're renting and think you can't afford a mortgage, you can. Or if you're looking to refinance your current home, contact Hutch Mortgages, Mortgage Architects at HutchMortgages.com or call Taylor at 780-340-0668 for a fast, honest, free rate quote, just like the NHL greats. Even if they get blocked, the team at Hutch Mortgages will find a way to get the puck in the net. Quickly, piggybacking once again. Paul Korea. I wanted to say, I just, you know, I'm not all up, but I I did look it up, got stats and research on it. Mm Mm-hmm. He was, of course, the first freshman to ever win the Hobie Baker. Okay. Because, I mean, 100 points. So, yeah. probably do that for you. <laughs> Here we go, though. There's some crazy things. So, they had a playoff run, of course. There's the Frozen Four. just happened. Yep. So, the Black Bears of Maine, of course. Um, Korea's... Gaffney. Would you Gang like to Gordon. know what Maine's record was that year that Korea got 100 points? How many games do NCAA teams play? Like, I, they play, Like, I think this is combined. Oh, well, okay. Well, I can. he played in 39 games. That's right. So, I'll say... They, but this is combined with the playoffs because they... Oh, they only they, play a couple rounds. Though. Yeah, they won the playoffs. They won the national championship. So, let's say it's like 42 games, 44 games. Yep. 44? Well, 40... Let me see here. Uh, 3.45. 45 games. So they played six playoff games. Okay. Makes sense. So they swept through the playoffs, obviously. They were 6 yeah. in the playoffs. I will say they went like 40 and 5. 42, <laughs> 1 and 2. <laughs> two losses the right way, Neil. Two, two ties back oh, then. Oh, right, right. 92, 93, right. But yeah. 42, 1 and 2. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's pretty good. That, I don't believe wasn't the same as it is that's now. Right, that's right. Not as competitive. Like all the best players played in the CHL still. That's right. That's right. Still, that's impressive. Yeah. You'll love this, though. The trophy that the Hockey East, who the main place for, who it's named after? Lou Lamorello. Oh, God. You, you know what Who that, was, what was he? He was the first commissioner of Hockey East. Oh. Do you know what the, like, the top goalie, like the Vesna of the NCAA gets? Or what, what's it called? The Mike Richter Award. Really? Yeah. The Mike Richter Award. Don't ask me why. It must be, like, the best. Again. It's American. Like my, it's, it's like, well, no, I was, American, but I was, yeah. was going to say it's also, like, my junior knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, McDavid played for Erie, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. Yes. He was an Erie Otter. Dreisaitl was a, was a Raider. Prince Albert Raider. And won the Memorial with the with the Rockets. Yes. Hell yeah. Or didn't win. I don't know if they won. They won, I think. Did they? Yeah, yeah they, I think they, they, they did. Yeah. Even go. I know that, Neil. <laughs> it's true. Okay, you want Dreisaitl to- really is a WHL oh. player, though. Big body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't try to put him on the blue line. <laughs> Six four two ten playing out of Everett. Put that kid on the blue line, <laughs> playing straight him to Everett. <laughs> okay, opening draw. Let's get. I could have been. I could have. I could have. I had the. I had the body type to be an Everett, right. just not the skill That's or right. you know anything else. Passion. That's right. He had the height though. Had the height. Had the frame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Opening draw. We're just trying to avoid talking about. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, you know, I wrote it, uneventful since the last time because we had lots of games to cover last time. Speaking of Dreisaitl, I wrote this quote down because he said this right before they got their ass handed That's to them. Right. I'm gonna wait. Give it to me. I wouldn't want to play us in the playoffs. I know. 
And then wow. you go out there and let me break down the periods here, Neil. <sighs> Let's hear it. Uh, you know, Corsi ratings were good. They handled the puck. First period, 55.88. Second period, 74.07. 73.33. But Okay, that doesn't surprise me because I will admit it did seem like they had the puck a lot. They just the pressure, they turned it over a lot, maybe and stuff. So scoring chances four in the first period, forty two point eight six, second period twenty five percent, third Oof. period turned around a bit, sixty six point six seven percent. Expected goals four percentage though, here we go. Quality of chances, not just possessing the puck. Thirty point three three. Second period twenty eight point nine. Yeah. Third period thirty eight point oh seven. And high danger Corsi chances twenty percent in the first period, fifty percent in the second period, thirty three point three three in the third yeah. period. Our third lag on our face kicked in. On Nuji's birthday. Poor Nuji. How old is he now? 20... 29. 29? <laughs> I almost didn't believe him. I was 30. Like, God. 2010 draft. He's two years younger than Gagne. Yeah. Well, Gagne's no 33 this year, so I guess he's four years younger, but still. Yeah. Man. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I remember... 2011 Neil, draft. I remember that year, the only Oil Kings game I've ever gone to. It was against the Red, the Red, Red Deer, Deer Rebels, Rebels because right. it was that year because Dumba was the guy who was actually mm. – it was the Dumba year. So the it wasn't Nuge's year. It was Dumba's year. Choo-choo. That was the year yeah. I went because I was like, oh, I want to see this Dumba guy. You ever, and, seen, you ever seen Dumba lay hits in junior? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why I wanted to go see him. Yeah. The and Dumba train, baby. Neil, I will tell you, I got the full CHL junior experience. Love it. it was – there were seven lead changes. <laughs> At one point, the Oil Kings were down 5-1. I think they won 7-5 or something. Beautiful. Or, it, or like – yeah, it was it – was, Ridiculous! I'm Beautiful. Like, this is, this is good. This is hockey. This is hockey. This is hockey. This That's is hockey at its purest fire form. Wagon, baby. <laughs> fire wagon, baby. Fire wagon. Yeah. So uh, tough night out. Uh, I'll say this: first couple chances, of course. You know, Duncan Keith, nice tape to tape pass. Like he he reached back to 2015 on that Blackhawks Cup run and made a hell of a tape 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 to tape pass right for a great scoring chance in the slot. Fortunately, it was to Frederick Goudreau and not to anyone on wearing an Oilers jersey. So that was the first goal. Uh, hanging out the, the goalie to dry a little bit, but do you know how many high-danger shots Koskinen faced? In the game? In the game. Nah, probably like five. Seven. Yeah. Three, Three of those of goals were high-danger yeah. high goals. Do you know how many high-danger shots, though, Talbot faced? Twelve. Two. Ah, so it was just bad. Koskinen game. allowed more high-danger goals than <laughs> shots Talbot yeah, faced. Tough. So that checks out, though. There wasn't a ton of dangerous chances. It never really felt like when you're watching the game. Like, you know, like oh, that was a missed well, opportunity. Well, Travis missed a wide-open cage on the power play. That's true. But that was on, that's not five-on-five. Five, but No. But, again, I don't, like, McDavid could have 130 points right now. The mm-hmm. last few games, the, the way he's been setting motherfuckers up. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, just get twice, to it? Here's the thing about the Oilers' power play. is predictable, right, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Crossing pass, right to dry settle on the side there. McDavid is so goddamn good at this game of hockey. He, he makes that there. pass to dry saddle, misses it, breaks it up or whatever, comes back around to McDavid on the far <laughs> side. He lasers it to him again, and Dreisel almost scored, but he missed the net. Yeah. Like, does it again. You know exactly where it's going. Everyone knows where it's going. It's like Ovechkin scoring from the Ovi spot, right? That's right. It's like everyone knows where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And McDavid is the one delivering it every time, too, because he's just so good. 
Yeah. And it, so, do you want to talk about Puliyarvi? Do you want to talk about the game a little bit? Well, because I think because I think the, if we talk about Puliyarvi, I think we need to connect it back to the Colorado game as well, right? Yes. I didn't get a chance to watch the Colorado game. Okay. There uh, was a couple. I was emceeing. I was emceeing a wedding. Right. So. How did that go? It was good. Small. I, I did. I did how watch. Did that go? Good. How, I, how did the jokes land? How did the? How did I the thought it went well. Land? I thought it went well. Oh, the big joke. Yeah. Everybody loved that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even, even though, bride? even the bride, she's oh, like, "Oh, good. you guys." Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's she, what you always. She loved that one. Everyone can laugh, but if the bride doesn't like yeah, it, yeah, no, she was like, "Oh, you guys." Five hundred person wedding, yeah. and if that one she, person, she appreciated like it, that one. Doesn't land. Yeah, doesn't no. matter. She appreciated that one. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. I actually tried to watch, ironically, so I watched maybe three, four minutes of the game. Yep. Right near the end, and I right when I turned on my phone. Mm. And ha- kind of had it playing. Puliyarvi got absolutely robbed by Kemper. That yeah. was the shot that I saw with like yeah. X amount of time left. Yeah, yeah. And then they were still up one nothing when I stopped watching. And then when I turned it back on, McKinnon had scored to tie it. But I didn't see the goal itself. Yeah. So I didn't get to see much. And then I watched overtime. Eleven. McKinnon's goal was on the power play. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then eleven shots to zero in overtime. Yeah. Power play helps. Power but, play, yeah. But still, eleven zero. And then mm, saw the shootout. Gotta hate the shootout. It, just keep playing. Winner lose, I hate it. It's just stupid. It's. Ugh. Play it was fine. Gimmick coming back from a lockout. Yeah. Lockout was 15 years ago. 20, 20, almost 20 years ago. Get over it. It's over. It's over. Gimmicks. People gimmicks love dead. the gimmick of three on three isn't really a gimmick because it's actually going to happen. People don't just go back and forth in a shootout like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. You can have a penalty shot. You can have one singular event of maybe a person going in just like that. Because here's, the, I know we've probably ranted about this before, but if the concern is injury or like, oh, when's the game going to end? It's like, you really think a three and three overtime is going to go longer than ten minutes? There's just no way. And if it does, then bring ties back. Then bring ties. Yes, it's a tie. We don't need a shootout tiebreaker. Or, or you get one shooter. Yeah, and then it's a tie or something. One shooter, or just the three. Home even. team gets to shoot. <laughs> Road team only gets to play their goalie. Best on best. See who comes out on top. <laughs> That's it. One shot. Or or one on one, Nick. Now we're getting into some gimmicks. If you get 10 minutes, you can go one-on-one. You got to hit elbows, though. No goalies. <laughs> That's right. Posts only. Yeah. <laughs> First one to hit the three posts wins. Well, what does our opening draw say? <laughs> First to 10, full check. Full Bring check. It on. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine McDavid one-on-one. I just, I, you would have to just, like, drag it, him down. It'd be a skills competition <laughs> at that point, right? Like, um, Okay, yeah, so anyway, anyway. Pulley-Arby. Uh, tough game against Minnesota. Well, tough in the sense that like he got demoted, benched, whatever. Yeah. Looking at the fancy numbers as usual. Drove play. Drove play. Well, along with Kane and McDavid, That's right. of course. That's right. Because when he went on dry settles line, they actually didn't do so well. Didn't as well. Whereas like he's in the past, he has he has bumped he's contributed, up yeah. most people. Yeah. Let me just pull up. Nuge especially. There I, were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different line combinations last night. Yeah, he was. He had the blender out. <laughs> he was. He was reaching back to his Dave Tippett. Yeah, yeah. yeah the ghost of Dave Tippett just can't quite leave Cassian down in the bottom. The six. only line that pl- the line that I sure sure uh, sorry I should say it like this: the line that played the most together was the Fogel that Ryan, got absolutely R and H line. Um. Well, maybe not absolutely kicked in, but they allowed a lot of goals, didn't they? Yeah, their expected goals for percentage was 14%. Yeah, 14. Almost 15. And they played the most. 14.8. Yeah, they played uh, eight, almost eight and a half minutes together, five yeah. on five. And they got- Drysdale, Hyman, Pugliarvi played almost just, just under seven minutes together. Uh, Corsi rating of 33%. Expected goals percentage of 9.87. Mm-hmm. Which is, scoring that's rare. Chan- oh, scoring chances zero to six. Mm-hmm. High danger chances zero to two. 
So it was it was a rough go. It was a rough go for the team. The yeah. only line that really had positive numbers was well, McDavid, Pooley, RVN, Kane, and then when when Cassian was there, they were oh, they were still good. They just didn't really contribute much. They just had to possess the puck. Five no, five to zero. Corsi four percent. That's because McDavid possessed the puck. Yeah. Uh, even so, Kane, McDavid, and Yamo played two minutes together. Yeah, nothing there. Nothing there. Expected goals percentage of four four percent. Scoring chances. So, can you go back to the Colorado game? Uh, I can get stats and research to go back to it. That's for what sure. I'm asking. Yeah, for sure. Because I, uh, I didn't get to see it. I'd be curious to hear with 51 shots. Like, what did it look that game, and what were the sort of line combinations he used, and why was he so? Because if we're like, I have Woodcroft has obviously done. Really well. I mean, I saw the I saw a tweet last night was like, uh, how many games it took uh, for a coach to get to twenty wins mm-hmm. as an Oilers coach? Mm-hmm. And weirdly, Dave Tippett actually had like thirty eight games, something like one of the lowest. <laughs> weird, shocking, is that weird. It, it, yeah, I McClellan guess. had to be up there because he was good that that year. Yeah, in the playoffs. and then because we got hot. McClellan was, but weirdly, Craig McTavish's was kind of impressive considering the team. Didn't he? Not to me. <laughs> I want Craig back. <laughs> I don't want Craig back. I want Craig back. I don't want Craig back. Why not? Because Craig doesn't act. Have you listened to him as an who analyst? Stop. I'm sorry. Who is the coach? The Lost and Lawyers made to the Stop. final? Stop. I, I can't. I can't. No. Chris I, Pronger is the answer. Yeah. Well, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say Chris Pronger is the answer. Okay. Uh, you want to know combos? Yeah. I just wanted to know what, what do the stats look like so there? The, so Pooley, Arby, McDavid. Can't, so these... The lines did not get broken up. There were four lines all mm-hmm. night. Well, they played well, so why they did would not you? get broken Makes up? Makes sense. Uh, Kane McDavid Pugliarvi played the most, fifteen minutes forty three seconds. Uh, outshot them fifteen to eight. Oh my god, it's almost double. Yep. Uh, expected goals percentage was fifty nine point eight three. <laughs> Scoring chances. 45 percent nine to 11 whatever this is this is who against color this is mcdavid pulley rv okay. kane but they uh, were probably playing the top line high danger chances 75 percent three to one yeah shit uh well because i mean two of those would have been yep, McDavid sure to pool party yeah and then hyman dry yamo obviously played the second most together 14 minutes 13 seconds Corsi percentage is 66 percent outshot them 12 to 5 oh shit uh expected goals percentage 50.3 Sorry, fifty point four three scoring chances twelve to five. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, twelve to five, and then high danger chances eight to one. Oh wow! So that line was dominant then. They're getting the they're getting the second pairing. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. and then Fogel, RNH, Derek Ryan, just under ten minutes together. They had a high danger chance. Or sorry, they had a expected goals percentage of sixty point seven six. Shit. Scoring chances were five to two, seventy one point four three percent. High danger chances were two to zero. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. These are frustrating games to lose, man. Yeah, that's a frustrating one. Fourth line, even Cassie McLeod, Broussard, seven minutes together. Corsi chances eleven to three. Seventy-eight point five seven Corsi. So then, why was he so quick to change after a, a tough first period? Expected goals four percentage seventy-six point three. Clearly, you saw this could work. I don't. I don't get why. Scoring chances one to one fifty percent. High yeah. danger chances one to nothing. So they they out high. They, they had way more high danger chances than the mm-hmm. Avalanche. Well, and I'll admit, like like the mainstream media is whatever. But Kemper, like, Kemper faced 
11 high danger chances. Okay. Shots. Sorry, shots. Yeah. Uh, and Koskinen faced three. Yeah, so that was just... Then you lose... In overtime, or two one in the shootout. So uh, yeah, the mainstream media is whatever. But uh, Rashad put out last night that he was like, you know, Woodcroft seems to have a pretty good pulse on what was going Those on. Lines are great, man. And he he adjusted it, and he was like, eh, it seems like it didn't really work that well. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. You don't say, Neil. Yeah, what gave it away? The, the second period looking somehow worse <laughs> the than the first. Score? Yeah, and <laughs> and somehow Being looking down worse. Four nothing halfway through the game. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, so. It was a bad game all around, but yep. I think when he shuffled it, it, all of a sudden it threw it off. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see if they go back to the lines for tomorrow night. Uh, man, I would hope so. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. You'd uh, hope you'd just chalk it up that it was it a home a, game? No, I think it's a road game. I think it's at 6 o'clock, so it's probably a, a road, road game, game. Central, central time zone. Ooh. a stupid time zone. The central uh, time zone? Yeah, like six, like these 6 o'clock starts. Every time we play Chicago, Minnesota, Nashville. It's, yeah, it's at 6, so it's in, it's in Nashville, yeah. So I was going to say maybe it's a, if it was a home game, he might draw Archibald, in which God knows. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. um, if it's a road game, I can't see them making any yeah. changes. I know. We're playing at 2 in the afternoon. I know they are calling. Saturday. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, I know, against the Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're calling up Holloway if they haven't already. already. What? Yeah, because college season's done. Holloway's in the HL. Oh right, you're right. Sorry, he was Savoy. In the HL. Is it maybe is that Savoy? No, it was Holloway. It was Holloway okay. that they're calling up, and they want they are to, calling him up. I think so, and they want to give him some games before the season's done. Yeah. So who who is he going to play? That's just it. I don't know. Well, ben, say, I know where he should play. Well, they're going to rescue scrap. Nuge, please. Yeah. Well, that line's not bad though. Yeah. It's like I listen. Shelton's like it's like Fogel's like one attribute point away from being a better player like yeah. when you're playing NHL you know yeah. sometimes you're like yeah he looks not bad and other times you're like ooh tough out there because uh, well, what's that line it's Nuge Fogel and Ryan oh yeah Ryan Derrick so I I mean in my ideal scenario you would scratch Cassian you'd move Fogel or Ryan down and then yeah you'd have Holloway on that line with Nuge at least I think Holloway's a left winger so you'd probably yeah. move Fogel down Fogel down but but then where does Broussard go? Okay. Um, because then where does Broussard go, though? Because he's left, too. So. Well, he's playing on the fourth line right now. But he's then, playing if, you, with but if you move Fogel down. Oh, well, I mean, fourth line, whatever. You can play <laughs> left or right. Let's be honest. Yeah. You're playing four minutes a night. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it's laughs> Just true. don't get scored on. That's your role as a fourth line. <laughs> no, Just I know. Don't get scored don't on. Don't get scored on. You're out there for four minutes so everyone else can get their breath. That's right. So McDavid and Dry can get all the points. Despite what you might hear. Fourth lines often don't win you a Stanley Cup. No. Third lines, though. Are different. There's a, re- there's a reason why the, the P- Tampa Bay Lightning are in a wild card spot, Neil. That's right. Have you heard? They lost their third line. Have you heard? They're in a, t- they're in a wild card spot. Well, they were at one point. Oh, okay. It, yeah, they're not winning the division. They lost their, they they lost lost their, their third line. line. That's right. Can't can't win without it. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's the reason why the Flames, obviously, are probably at the top of the standings because Blake Coleman. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Pugliarvi first more, or do you want to go into some goalie stuff here? Uh, we'll just t- we'll just touch on Pugliarvi quick, okay. I think. So since he returned from his injury, uh, he's played f- 14 games. Okay. Uh, sorry, I lost, yeah, lost 14 games since returning from his injury. One goal, five assists. 30 shots. These are individual stats. So 30 shots, 27 Individual scoring chances for, 10 high danger chances for, 
46 individual course E opportunities. So shots towards the net. His shooting percentage is 3%. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> that seems fake. 3.33 to be yeah. precise. Five on five shooting percentage. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. So these are five on five stats, of yeah. course, right? Playing with McDavid, that's got to be better. So that's what I'm saying. Because even at even at ten goal, even at a ten percent, that's like what three, like, four more goals. He's fifth in an individual scoring chances for, but tied for tenth in goals. Mm. He's got one in that time period. Bouchard has one goal. RNH has one goal. McLeod has one goal. CC mm. has one goal. Kulak has one goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, two, depending on CC, but I'd say one, two, three. Four of those guys don't play on McDavid's line. Yeah, that's tough. Or when McDavid's usually on the ice mm-hmm. because Bouchard's usually out there with Keith mm-hmm. during dry saddle. Yeah. Right? Nurse and, Nur- nurse and CC are out there with McDavid. With McDavid. So CC's out there with McLeod, RNH, Kulak, Bouchard. Normally not out there when, McK- when McDavid's out there. Also, not getting literally. The puck handed you on a golden platter in front of the net. Now, here, I'm not trying. We love Pooley RV here. We're pro Pooley RV podcast. Especially for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, And that's what we keep in mind. But it is frustrating. Like, it's getting to the point, and I was talking to a a friend who happens to be in the mainstream media, but he was saying it's getting harder when certain people, he might might host a certain call-in show. Mm -hmm. And he said it's getting harder to defend Pooley RV to people. When you keep telling them, no, the numbers say he's playing well, say he's playing well, and people call and say, well, why does he have one goal? Uh, one goal in 14 games since he got back. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that it, sentiment because it is frustrating because you're seeing it right there. It's like a game, like a, again, a game against Colorado. If you, if you think you're going deep, you're probably playing that team in the Western Conference final. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, those last two games we've played against them, we've played well, we've outshot them, whatever, whatever, whatever. Goalie. Stood on his head, couldn't convert on chances. This is sounding very familiar. Mm-hmm. Sounding like the Winnipeg Jets uh, series to me. Mm-hmm. At least Jared Bednar is a little bit more exciting to watch than Paul Maurice. <laughs> yeah. God help me, Rick Bonus. Yeah, but it it's tough because because you do look because then you look and, and even like, Kane is like. But then again, we we talked about it, like they're combined. They have what like twenty seven goals. That's right. <laughs> the season. That's right. Um, for a guy, for one guy who played half the season, another guy's playing a million dollars. Yeah, and then has has also missed time, right? Like he has only got in yeah. in whatever amount of games, he's almost going to have twenty goals. Like it's tough because I think there you can't deny. Also, like it's funny because the results are like they don't get scored on. Nope. Be, the the goals for and against since he's been back at one point was like eighteen to two. So McDavid also has 108 points because guess what? They're generating so many chances offensively it's true. It's true. that him and Kane are scoring goals without Pugliarvi, right? Mm-hmm. Like because Pugliarvi is contributing in a way that doesn't make points. But you do, at the end of the day, people are still going to just look at those general counting stats, goals, assists, whatever. Yep. He's got to contribute well, to those. at the end of the day, that's how you win games. That still is how so you Alexander win. Alexander Semin doesn't. You know, he was an analyst That's starling. Right. That's right. He's not, he That's was right. out of the NHL in two years. Because, like, yeah, you can be a possession monster, but unless you're actually contributing in ways that work. That's right. Because, hey, listen, you're not winning a Corsi battle. That's right. You're winning a fucking Exactly. Score. So if, if Pugliarvi in the end was this like... coming from a guy who likes numbers. No, I know. and it's, <laughs> Well, that's right. And if he had played, say, you know... If he plays seventy games this year, whatever he's going to play, he's probably going to miss like he's probably only going to play like sixty six or something. Pooley Arvey, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, if he would have sure, played sixty games and got like 
20 goals and 20 assists or something, sure. you'd be ecstatic. You'd Absolutely. be like, that's fucking awesome. So to answer, so to, to build off what you said before, since he's come back from his injury, not this is not in seasons, even with his numbers being as they are, what is when as Pugliar a line is on the ice, their goals for and goals against at five and five is fifteen to four. It's I mean in that's, fourteen games. That's tilted. In fourteen games, they've, when he's on the ice, they've gotten scored against four times. And like that, th- th- there's something to be said for that. Like to put in perspective, uh, somebody like McDavid, even fourteen to nine. So f- uh, McDavid dry fourteen. Settle? Dry settles fifteen, fifteen. He's even. Fifteen, and 15. fifteen to four, Nick. Yep. So it's always a net positive. That's always. where it's like. Kane is fourteen to ten. If you're curious, sure. But like, so think about that. Yeah. Fourteen yeah. for those two guys. Puyari probably contributed all 14 of those. Oh, well, yeah, because he has 15. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because one of those goals was when he was probably playing on the third line with R&H. Yeah, because yeah. the, then they immediately put Archibald and they had a 2% expected goals for or whatever it was. So you can't. Well, a thir- but at the same time, he has a 3% shooting percentage right now. And that's 100%. Because it's, it's really difficult because you're like, my God, they don't play defense. But my God, he can't score. What do you do with a player like that? It's kind of an odd situation. Because how can you be? How can you actually tilt the ice that much, yet not even have something go off your ass? So he has 30, go off your ankle. So thirty shots. Because he's always in front of the net too. Oh, I know thirty shots. So that's like an average of just over two shots a game, which isn't a ton. But forty six court individual Corsi chances. So f- so that includes getting pucks that have missed the net. Sure. So he's at forty or a pass or maybe something that. He- like uh, it's usually like it's a shot well, pass. It's or towards the net, yeah. right? It's something towards the net. So it's either a post or the or mm-hmm. the goalie saves it or it misses the net, right? Yeah. So for what, what quick forty six divided by fourteen is just over three chances a game. Yeah, a game. You have one goal. One goal. That's see, tough. You got to. It's tough. So he's still a young player. So I don't. I don't mind Woodcroft. And he's been in a game that's already going to hell. Like yeah. at that point when the game like he didn't bench him until like it was three nothing or whatever. Yeah, or, four he didn't nothing. even get benched. He got he got demoted. He got like shuffled and yeah. demoted and there was other some things going on. I mean on. he played with fucking dry settle. It's not that much of a demotion. No, I know. You're playing with a fifty one goal score. That's right. No, well, I fifty know. going into the game, fifty one right. coming out. I think we just have seen this line be so dominant. Like they, I agree. they just have the puck all the time. And it's rare to find something like that. Like you're talking you're talking perfection line here. No, you are. You're, you're talking like one of the best lines in the league. Bergeron shit later. We will, but okay, let's quickly talk about the the goalies here before okay. we unless you have anything else no to no i got on. nothing else like we we want to see him i want to see him succeed i want to i want listen i want them to go against the predators and score a fucking hat trick against his fellow that's Finn right against that's saros right. if he's that's playing right. but like puyari is the type of player that like if he finds his finishing they could actually legit be deadly a, dugger, a juggernaut juggernaut a in the playoffs a juggernaut a juggernaut yeah. deadly absolutely deadly in the I playoffs because that line together stupid you, his four check is as Even good as you will too. ever see yes him and Kane, but they do, we, do it in different oh, ways. That's why I like it. We want to talk about Kane getting ganged up on, and then what? Uh, what's his name's comments? You, you notice no Oilers jump in to help him? Shows what oh. kind of guy Evander Kane is. I think that's what Hartman said. Oh. It's like, because uh, the linesmen were in the middle of all five of and your you guys. you jumped him? Yes. <laughs> you jumped over a linesman. You also had five pe- Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. So stu- like, Oh, yeah. Just guys that think they're doing a legal favor. Yeah. That like, was completely... You a about virtual signaling? Give me a break. <laughs> and that was such a reputation call on Kane. How did he oh, get yeah. the extra? He got the penalty. Guy jumped over the pile. <laughs> and then Herman fucking flips him off like he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Not nearly as cool. Not nearly as cool. Not yeah. nearly No as glass cool. shattering and no. beer drinking after. But. Well, there's probably beer drinking. Probably beer drinking. Yeah. Probably like 
fucking natty lights or something. But yeah, anyway, yeah, no, I know. Came K Hartman, maybe don't <laughs> jump on him when the linesman's not there. See how that works out yeah. for you. Came oh, yeah. oh, destroy you. Oh yeah. No, I love Kane. I will admit, he's just Kane's a hilarious. Yeah. He's just a monster. He's if so you big. Just watch what he is on the ice. Could be one of my favorite players. Yes. No. <laughs> yep. well, yeah. Perfect. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, okay, goalie stuff. All the stuff I want to say is uh, the the Koskinen Smith back and forth here. Um, it's like a roller coaster, Nick. We're going up and down. Koskinen, both guys. who was always his his thing that I always told you was his high danger save percentage, right? That was yep. the thing I was always keeping him afloat. 571 against the Minnesota Wild, like I said. Yeah. Three goals on seven shots. Right now, they've both I run ran the numbers from the last eight games they've each played. One of them got pulled, so it's the last fifteen team games, but they both played eight games. Okay. In eight games. Uh Koskinen's five on five save percentage is an eight seventy six. Smith's is a nine thirty. Goal saved above average. Koskinen is minus seven point five six. Smith is plus three point one two. Mm-hmm. High danger shots they faced. Koskinen fifty eight. Smith fifty four. Mm-hmm. Almost identical. High danger saves, sorry, high danger save percentage, 707 for Koskinen, mm-hmm. and 833 actually for Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me put my hater shades I on know. here first. So after giving me all those numbers, Nick, I'm going to put my hater shades I know. on. You don't give a shit. Still the worst two two wins seen. against the Sharks. I know. One win against Anaheim. I know. One win against Buffalo. I know. But hey, that, man. That's my hater sharks. That, that, that's my hater shades. That doesn't mean Listen. that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pivot here and say that I've I've been secretly <laughs> yeah pushing for but Koskin and struggling all of a sudden to, like retire halfway but, through the season because all of a sudden Koskin because I remember there was this there was at one point the discrepancy was gigantic. I it guess was the like, thing that pisses me off the most is that like if this is the case, then he was right the whole time. He needed to get up and twenty five games to get up and going or whatever. No, because when you me, no because when you watch it, Nick, how many saves has he made from his ass in the last like three? Oh games? man, that one save he made where he's like literally grabs it, he's like, "What a save!" What a save! It's like it's because he couldn't get up. The life alert button wasn't working. Here's the one thing I will say in favor of Koskinen and, and Smith is that the high danger chances are just out of whack in general. So mm. te- goalies that have played in the same amount of games, eight. Um, you're looking at playoff teams. And you're looking at non-playoff teams. So you got Hart, Carter Hart. He's faced 40. Keep in mind, uh, Koskinen and Smith have both faced 58 and 54, okay. respectively, in eight games. Hart, on the Philadelphia Flyers, have only, has only faced 45. Mm-hmm. Fleury, between Chicago and Minnesota, has only faced 25. 25? Less than half. Oh, uh, sorry, 45. Oh, no, so, right. oh, yeah, sorry, 45. 45. 45. Okay. Ulmark for the Bruins, 36. Oof. Martin Jones for Philly, 52. Uh, Swayman, also for Boston, 41. Cal Peterson for the Kings, 54. So, yes, we should. I hope we play the Kings in the first round. Uh, but the point here is that if your numbers are looking more like teams like Philadelphia and Chicago and less like teams like Boston, not a good sign. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. And that amount, so, so you're saying we're bleeding up some chances? A little bit. Well, little bit. yes. In the case of Duncan Keith, literally... <laughs> Right into the slot, and again, I, I like Keith. I know, I know, but like, year, but what like, a when pass. you see it, when you see it, you see it when you see it, you see it, you're like, oh, geez, that's tough. And I'm not acting. I'm not sitting here like no. Cal McCarr and then and then, and then Hartman and just body checks him out and then flips it top shelf. On I the also other think one. the Kaprizov save was or assist was worse. Three guys yeah. somehow. I like Kaprizov, but like, come on, yeah. Um, so yeah, not uh, not ideal, but uh, you gotta you gotta see what Smith does against. 
the preds and go from there and then get them up and going well and then but then the real like i know you're joking but it the real test will be against the, the knights who do you who do you go if smith goes out there and keeps it close smith's starting against the knights that's right smith goes and gets blown out costkin will start yep yeah uh yeah yeah probably yeah. like uh, if smith goes and can't if a puck doesn't touch him which is normally what happens if he gets scored on it doesn't even nick him so speaking of the Preds and the Knights, uh, let's talk records here, Neil. When we start a little exercise about how you thought the team would do. Okay. At this point, you would have you you said they would win against the Wild, actually, and losing overtime to the Avs. Well, just top. Yeah, I saw on Twitter that our worst winning percentage. Can you can you guess who the worst winning percentage of all time? Like against which team? Yeah. Well, I would guess it's the Wild. It's not. They're they're second though. It's in the East or the West? West. No, it's in the East. Sorry. Ooh, it's going to be someone random, right? Pittsburgh or... No, it's like a traditional team. Rangers? No, Boston. Oh, okay. Well, kind of weird. Yeah. But, yeah, we are. But then also it's like, oh, you have a 667 against uh, the Kraken. Oh, okay, you won two thanks. out of three. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, so you... At Vegas, this- we're actually pretty good. We're seven and six against Vegas all time. I was that actually surprises me. Yeah, we're that seven and six. Me. Yeah. The they have a winning record. The juggernaut... Uh, <laughs> We'll, go, we'll get to that around oh the NHL. Oh, my God. I can't even. So, <laughs> I yeah, anyway, the whole point is uh, in seven, 18 games here, when we started this exercise, you had them at, at this point, sitting at 11, 4, and 3. And again, as we mentioned, with 25 points, the team actually sits at 13, 3, and 5. Or, sorry, 13, 3, and 2 Unreal, for 28 man. points. Woodcroft, we trust. You have them losing to the Preds and the, and the Knights coming up. Both games, hey? Yep. Oof. In regulation. So I did at least know this is going to be a tough stretch. Losing the wrong way, Neil. I have them losing the wrong way? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, long. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, lose the right losing, way. You have them losing the wrong lose the, way. Lose the right way, man. Get those right. get those Bettman points. It's like in Moneyball. You know? If they're going to give you a walk, take it. If they're going to give you a point, take it. Yep. Right? Get it to overtime. We're not selling blue jeans. That's right. <laughs> It's not about how it looks. It's about how it functions. That's right. Uh, okay, you want to get to opening draw? Or opening <laughs> Around the NHL. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about first? Oh, my man, Sidney Crosby. Oh, one thousand one hundred and two. Hey, I've, I got a stat pulled okay. up for us. So after you do your thing here, uh, one thousand one hundred and one points. That's right. Fourteen hundred and two games. That's right. Seventh fewest of all time. Games to get there. That's right. I've got the list. Would you like to hear it? Well, Gretzky. <laughs> Would you like to take Lemieux. a stab at how many Gretzky took? Five hundred or in five hundred eighty games, got eleven hundred points. Oh my god. <laughs> My favorite is that, like, Lemieux's there's one other. There. Yeah. So, Lemieux, do you want to take a stab at what Lemieux was? His will be similar. So, he probably got. So, this is getting to. 1,100. This, this, this is how many points? 14. So, yeah, Gretzky got 1,400 points in 580 games. Oh, my God. That's like three points a game. <laughs> yeah. So, Lemieux will be. Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't even know. 691. Okay. Still over two a game. Nice. They're the only ones under a thousand. Surprise, surprise. Okay, and then is like Esposito up there? Phil Esposito, yeah. ten seventy. 
Okay, is he third? He is no, he's fourth. There's, so there's one in front between. of him. It's gonna be a shade over a thousand. It's Marcel Dion. I was gonna say, sir. I was gonna say Dion actually. Nice. I was, I was, what I was about to say was, it's the guy that everyone always forgets. Marcel Dion. Dion. That's yeah. right. So then, so then five. That's five. That's four. That's four. That's four. Five, six, and then Crosby seven. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not gonna be like somebody like Yager. No, it is. It is Yager. Ten, ten, ten eighty six. Oh, I just feel like Yager stretched it out for so long. That's right. But he was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, all those Art Rosses, right? Yeah. And, and then, then this one's uh it's not surprising. Modern? Yes. Oh. Very much like us growing up. He beat, beat Crosby by seven games. Close. Like Iserman. Iserman. Yeah. Because he was he had fucking sixty goals. Man. 168 points, yeah. man. Yeah. So ten ninety three. So seven Crosby almost still got in the same amount of games as Steve Iserman. How many games off, sorry? Ten ninety three. He was seven less oh, wow. than Crosby. Ah uh, man, if he never got hurt, yeah, I will say like eleven hundred games for Crosby to get to fourteen hundred. If he pretty... never, if he didn't lose that season, where yeah. he was on a fucking tear. Yeah. What so, is it again? You always remember sixty. He had sixty-four points games. in thirty-two games. Yeah, thirty-two games. Yeah, jeez. On pace for like or in forty-one exactly. It was sixty. Yeah. It was sixty-four and forty-one. It was yeah. exactly. It was a pace for one hundred thirty-eight points or whatever it was. And I hated it at the time. Hated it. Now what you're like idiot. that's fucking like, wild. I, wish I, done it. I think I think it took. Like a month and a half for him to get past in the scoring race. Yeah. Because he was like 25 points yeah, ahead of the next guy. Yeah. yeah. Was that the year like Ben won? <laughs> Fuck, it could have been. I think it might have been. Yeah. That's even how crazy 2015, it was. 2015, so that's when Price won the cup or won the heart. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this season, 77 points in 62 games, 1.24 points per game. This ho hum. Guy's washed. <laughs> and he's, he's like 35. No, yeah. not even. Not always oh, 34. He's turning 35 in August. Yeah. How can I forget? 87, 87. 87, yeah. man. August 7th in 87. Um, I think that'll segue very nicely to have a little conversation about the heart ballot. Sure. So five players, five names go on your ballot, three finalists. Okay. I mean, realistically, it's a two-person race here with McDavid and Matthews. I hate to admit it. And the conversation's closer than I like, but... Mm-hmm. Matthews at least has closed the gap on some points because for a second there it looked like he was going to be thirty points behind winning a heart, and I was like, "Come on, yeah, oh, I know. this is getting insane." Um, and then the next three, you have a combination of you know, there's mm-hmm. some Gaudreaux out there, there's some uh, Huberto's out there. There's mm-hmm. obviously would you like would you like as of Sunday? Would you like some updated points per game so it's a little bit behind, but just uh, uh, of the top of the NHL, just for some. Uh, well, I could. I could do it as of right now. Let's see. Wednesday morning. research on it. <laughs> Wednesday afternoon. Connor had 1.5 at one point. Prefer. Yeah. I, I believe, uh, actually, uh, Matthews is like tied with Connor now. Is he? I think so. Because I was looking at it earlier. It's icky. Yeah. And that's what it'll come down to. It'll be like, wow, the points. Okay. So McDavid sitting at 1.48. Matthews 1.46. Oh, okay. Cubito 1.44. Mitch Marner. Marner 1.41. Drysaddle. 1.4. McKinnon, Goudreau. Goudreau, and McKinnon are tied. One point three eight. Okay, so that hasn't changed. Barkov, one point three three. Kaprizov, one point two eight. There's a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaprizov, Kadri, Panarin. 1. Like we said, there's, there was four. Like a couple weeks ago, there was forty nine players on pace to score over eighty two points. Yep, that's crazy. That is a lot, man. Yeah, could be higher. Oh, it could be higher. As of right now, there's sixteen players who've already passed eighty two points. Yeah. Because it's, po- really it's point per game down. pace. Holy shit. He did. He's sitting yeah. at 83. I feel like he was at 83 like two months ago. Yeah, he was at like 70 when like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, okay, cool. 
Like, like p- to put it in perspective, like Crosby's three points behind him now. Yeah. So Mc- McDavid is one point five, is what he's averaging. One point four eight, which is just a lot. Yep. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's, that's a lot. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Matthews uh, though, good for him. One point four six. That's pretty good. Um, with a sixty. See, goals. Okay, and then for for myself, I'm putting Yossi on there because I, as we started talking about before we got on here, I get it. McCarr, 25 goals, mm-hmm. on pace to do it for the first time since Mike Green when he got 31 mm-hmm. in like 08 or whatever it was. Um, yeah, because Brent Burns fell short that one year yeah. right, where he won the Norris. Yeah. It was like 29, 29. goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, goals are hard to score, especially for defensemen, this and that. But, you know, I as I, like I said before we start recording. You got a huge D-man in. Well, oh, no, he's sort of goalie. That's if sorry. If we're looking at points – uh, you got Rantanen sitting at 12th with 86 points. You got McKinnon sitting at 20th with 77 points, tied with McCarr. Uh, you got, uh, I guess it's a bit of, oh, and then Kadri with uh, 77 points as well, mm. or 80 points. Um, so you can look at it one of two ways, in my opinion. Mm hmm. Is you say, okay, McCarr just happens to play on a good team. Can't fault him for that. Same, it was the Kucherov car argument. You know, yeah, he's on a, on a juggernaut, but he still scored 128 points. Mm-hmm. No one else has done that. But if you look at Yossi and you look at the Preds, the Preds going to the season, like the Avs were a Stanley Cup contender in October. That's right. The Preds were a bubble team. I think we probably even had them missing the playoffs for all I know. Yeah. We don't have to go back and actually do that. I think, we, I think we did have them missing. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go back and look at that maybe next week. Um, mm-hmm. we get closer to the playoffs. Um, Duchesne was considered one of the worst contracts in the league. Johansson. Johansson was... They both were exposed in the draft, and they were $8 million players. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And is it a coincidence that Duchesne is having probably his best season since... I don't know. When he was in Colorado. Yeah, I was going to say... Because Ottawa, he wasn't that good. Well, this is a this is a career high from seventy five points. Yeah, thirty eight goals right now. Olympian seventy five point career high. I mean, welcome to the club, Jonathan Taze. Let's go, baby. Thirty eight goals, blew past his career high, which was thirty with Colorado. This guy was an Olympian with a career high of seventy points. What a joke! I'm sorry, because as an Oiler fan, like at the time, like Taylor Hall was a oh, sar- was... far superior left winger. I'm oh, yeah. sorry, but anyway. I get it, but there's a joke. Taylor Hall's dragging other teams to 82 points or whatever yeah. the hell he got. Matt Duchesne now only hits his career at 75. What a joke. But anyway, sorry. Johansson, Olympian, Matt, Matt Duchesne. Johansson, not quite. He had 71 points with Columbus back in 14 15. Pretty good. But, oh, yeah. Uh, and then he had 64 points with So Nashville he really. A couple yeah. years ago. Okay. But I, well, the whole point here is that I know Saros is playing well and all that, but is it a coincidence that Roman Yossi is on pace for 100 points and all of a sudden these two guys are having a bit of a renaissance? Probably not. Probably connected. I know Philip Forsberg has been come back. Is well, he's been consistent throughout his career, but now he's back up. He had yeah, he had thirty one goals back in sixteen seventeen, and then twenty six, twenty eight, twenty one, twelve last year. Now he's up to thirty eight in sixty games. Coincidence in sixty games? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Will they do it? Will he do it, Nick? Who? Forsberg. Will he end the drought? What's the drought? They have never had a forty goal scorer. Oh, yeah, I think so. Two I would goals, hope so. In in sixty some games, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, because you know who the career leader was. 
before this year. Was it Paul Correa? No, it's Victor Arvidsson. Oh my god! Thirty-three goals. That's that's horrendous. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I I thought that was fake when oh I saw. Oh my god! It. And this team made the playoffs like thirteen that's, years in a row. That's what I mean. I had never had one. Yeah, Barry Trotz, man. Wow, <laughs> wow. And so yeah, Forsberg blew, go, blew past. Is that? is that coaching? Is that drafting? I don't know. I don't know, but it's crazy. They've never had a forty goal score. They've been in existence for almost twenty years. Well, or Longer. Over, over, I guess. Yeah, early two thousand. They came in, don't know. Oh, 97. Yeah, or 98, whatever it, it is. 97 yeah, they were the they late 90 in. expansion. You're right. We did it on that episode. That's right. One of our very, very first. That was like episode two. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Well, okay, maybe it was 99 because David Legwan. I think it was 99. Yeah, because yeah. David Legwan. I just looked up David Legwan. His the, first season. Because you know he's the first pick. Oh, yeah. His yeah. first season was 98, 99. Okay. Yeah, I knew. Or so 98. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. He I played knew. in one game. Yeah. And then. I love that's the trivia question that you know. What's that? First pick in National Predators history. Yeah, leg leg one. Yeah. Was Gabrick Minnesota's? That's a good question. It's a good question. Oh, but Minnesota and Columbus came in in the same year, which was the next year, which was 2000. That's right, because Rick Nash is the first pick, right, for Columbus? No. Verborny? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Columbus really had a tough stretch. Let's go. 2000 NHL entry draft. Oh, <laughs> Minnesota Wild, Marion Gabrick. Cl- oh, Columbus, you're not going to get this. You're not going to get this. Better tooting or something. You know, that's a. I mean, that's all <laughs> along the right lines, though. Yeah, and I know there's like a Russian somewhere. It, or uh, like he's a Bel- Czech. He's Czech. Czech. Okay. First Rusty Klesla. Uh Defenseman out of the Brampton Battalion, Neil. Oh, <laughs> oh, those Brampton Battalions. Uh. Okay, so the Columbus Blue Jackets, though. Yeah, that's what it, it, that's the one. That was the very it's first pick? Yeah, it's the same year. Crazy. Yeah. Hilarious. Huh. And then, of course, the year before, with the so that was the year when Ta- Atlanta got bullied by Brian Burke not to take a Sedin and took Patrick Steffen first. Uh, and the Canucks went Daniel Henrik. That's always, that's always a good trivia question, too. Who got drafted first, Daniel or Henrik? It's Daniel. It's Daniel. He yeah. went second. Henrik went third. And the Rangers took Pavel Brendel. Oh, no. Islanders took Tim Connolly. The Preds. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. This is the second year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing now also, like, no wonder uh, no wonder Columbus ended up taking Rick Nash in their third year because their first two picks were Rostislav Plesla, as you mentioned, and Pascal LeClaire, the goaltender. Oh, yeah. Tough. Tough out there. Well, they're the eighth pick, so they weren't dead last. Good for them. <laughs> In their expansion? Oh, the second year. Second year. Yeah. But, like, dude, their second year, they had nobody that I've ever basically heard of. Oh, no. So, no wonder. Oh, oh Ryan bonus. I wonder if there's any connection there. Oh, boy. Oh, man. They had a- yeah, he probably plays a very... Ex- I'll admit, though, like, hey, they weren't afraid to take... Like European players, like Columbus, no. like oh, they no. definitely was, take a lot. That was uh, that was uh, Doug McLean's thing. Mm-hmm. Raborny, mm-hmm. guys like that. Mark Mathot was drafted by the Mark Mathot. Uh, yeah, David like one. They actually traded up. They traded with Tampa Bay to take him at second from the Plymouth Whalers of the OHL. Oof. But like, listen to these. <laughs> pick in fourth. Pick in eighth. Pick in first. Pick in fourth. Yep. Pick in eighth. Picking sixth. Gilbert Brule at six. Yeah. Chris Russell, oh, the really? cowboy in the third Isn't round. Gilbert, Gilbert Brule, the one that picked up Bono. 
Ooh, maybe. When you need a ride from the airport or something? There you go. Uh, Derek Broussard at six. Okay, I just want to go. Jacob Voracek at seven. Nick, they still haven't picked outside the top eight yet. Oh, yeah. Nikita Filatov, six. Oh, John Moore, finally, 21st. Good for them. They must have traded their own first round pick. John Moore, the all star? Yeah. Ryan Johansson at or four. That, no, that, was, that was John Scott. Oh, and then they didn't have a first round pick in 2010. They picked Boone Jenner. Ryan Murray at two. This is bad, man. They, every pick they have is. Boone Jenner's been a good player for them. Yeah. Uh, He's their captain. Ryan Murray at two. Alex Wenberg yeah, at 14. Bad, there we go. Finally. And then Sonny Milano at 16. And then Zach Rowensky back at top 10. Pick eight. Pierre yeah, so not, three. they have a bad scouting department. <laughs> Sorry. Got on a Columbus Blue Jacket train there. Uh, yeah, so I got McDavid, Matthews, Yossi. I'm putting we'll go Ber- back to the Columbus Blue I'm putting Bergeron out there. Yep. You're there. putting Bergeron? I'm putting okay. Bergeron. He's got a Corsi percentage to lead in the league with 65%. Marchand is the next close at 62, and then Matthews is at 59. So... Almost a five and a half point swing from the guy who's not on your team. Mm-hmm. That's just incredible. I'm putting Bergeron on there. Wow. I had Gaudreau, took him off, and putting Crosby on there. But really, it comes down to McDavid Matthews. Uh, and the argument we always hear is either goals or defense. Matthews is a better defense, a defensive forward. Now, again, I've been watching hockey my entire life. I still don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they mean when they say that. Yeah, I can I look at heat charts. I can look at this. I can look at that. I don't know when they say. Do you have to watch? He's I don't a two hundred foot player. What does that mean? So we have a metric that I've talked about before. We have a metric that you know whether you want to buy into the what the metric actually says or not. But defensive point share on Hockey Reference, and basically it takes you know quality of a player's defensive play and how many points it contributes to their team's point total. Um. Leading this, leading the league this year for forwards. So it's, it's always it's always defensemen that just like that's right. It's like the first because they play defense. Yeah, the first. It's in their name. Uh, the first. Okay, they still have Brent Burns listed as a forward defenseman, but the first true forward it. that shows up is sixty second. So defensemen just they just yeah they play defense, but the <laughs> yeah. first forward that shows up is Elias Lindholm. Five point for Calgary. Yep, the first three are all Calgary Flames. I'll tell you that right now. So Daryl Sutter doing his thing. Um, yeah. So Lindholm is first at 3.5. Gaudreau is second at 3. Oh, they're tied. 3.5. And then I believe Kachuk is yeah Kachuk is next at 3.2. And then Zabinijad at 3.0. And then Coach Ryan winner. Coach Ryan winner. Elias Lindholm, Coach Ryan winner. Chris Kreider, 2.5. So you're seeing a theme here. Chris Kreider could also be a Coach Ryan winner. No, I don't think uh, so. Miko Rantanen is, is also at 2.5. Okay. And then who finally shows up at 7th is Connor McDavid, 2.4. Oh. Matthews is close, though. Okay. Uh, hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. I can't scroll fast. Enough. Oh, he's close. Oh, I Nick. can't scroll fast enough. Um. <laughs> Oh, good thing I wrote it down. He's 47th among forwards as far as defensive point share goes. 1.8. Better defensive forward, though. Takeaways. I'll give him, I'll give him that. Takeaways are absurd. They are. They're absurd. He's tied with def- He's t- up there with Petrangelo, who's like the best takeaway defenseman in the league. Yeah. 50, 85 takeaways, 47 giveaways. That's great. Face-off percentage is a little bit higher than McDavid's. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what this better defensive forward what's thing the is. O- what's, and have you, I think I saw the other day that like he usually only gets deployed, though, in the offensive zone. Like Matthews? Uh, I can look that up, or I can get stats and research to look that up. That's what I'm saying. But uh, I could uh, be wrong because maybe it was the other way around. Maybe they, maybe people were that was the argument they were trying to make. Could be. 
but I'm not uh, sure. Like all offensive zone start times and stuff, right? Something like that. Drysaddle has taken the most faceoffs in the league. Yeah, I know. FYI, 1,520. Yeah. Next is Bo Horvat, actually. Yes. Um, so I saw a crazy stat the other day, Nick. Mm-hmm. Random. Bo Horvat went 15 and 0 in the faceoff circle. In a game. In a game. Holy shit. <laughs> 15 rip. You don't trade that guy. I don't understand the Canucks roster at all. <laughs> at all. Um, so, no. Uh, Matthews has taken 1,136 faceoffs. He's taken 453 in the offensive zone, 388 in the, in the neutral zone, and 295, 290, 295 in the defensive zone. So he's by far deployed more in the offensive zone. Oh, sorry. I, I shortchanged him. Who's that? Bo Horvat in oh. one game had two goals, 3.17 rip on faceoffs. That's a Coach Ryan winner right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Jesus. 17 nothing. Isn't that crazy? McDavid has... McDavid's a little bit more balanced. 333 offensive zone faceoffs, 362 neutral zone, 249 defensive zone. Oh, okay. But yeah, Matthews is by, by far takes way more in the offensive zone. So there you go. But, but better defensive player. He's a better offensive player, Neil. Watch the games. That's what I was... Sometimes listeners anyway says you just don't watch the games. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> Why would like, I? Like, well, half of them are fucking blacked out, so I don't know what you want me to sure. do. But and the other half are prime time when I don't want to do that. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to watch them kick the shit out of the fucking Habs. Yeah, it's sad man. Yeah, I feel for sad, my dad. I feel for my dad every time that happens. That's right. Um, Although so don't, yeah, play, I don't, don't play Buffalo. I don't know what to say. You know what? At this point, I said this a couple weeks ago. Just hand him the fucking heart trophy. I don't care at this point. Yeah. Dave is the better player. We all know it. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Although if he gets like 65 goals, impressive as hell. Of course. Of course it is. Especially, I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But you know what's also impressive is 120 points. I know. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you either. Yeah, Matthew's underlying number is a little bit better. They're really good. They're really good. I'll give him that. Yeah. If you're going to go on based off all that stuff... Goals are more important. You want to go by fancy stats? Then, yes, he deserves a heart trophy. But you can't look a serious hockey fan in the face and say that McDavid's not the best player in this league. (laughs) I know. You can't ask if a GM, if you ask 32 general managers who they'd start their team with. All healthy. Every player's healthy. Let's say they never get hurt. Kucherov's still up there for me. Yeah. But if you look 32 GMs, do you think 32 of them are taking Austin Matthews or 32 of them are taking Connor McDavid? You know what? If they really want to do a campaign. Lou Lamorello might take (laughs) Matthews. Lou Lamorello is taking Patrice Bergeron, even though he's about to retire. Um, it's true. But you know who I... Uh, oh, he's thinking like... Uh, I lost who's who's the best shutdown down demon oh, in the league? What I was going to say is they've really wanted to do a, a campaign for McDavid to really win the heart, prove he's a good defensive player. They'd take your advice and play him on the penalty kill. That's what I'm saying. Matthews doesn't play a single inch of the penalty kill nope. either. Uh, okay. He's a great defensive player. Hasn't played I one do, single minute. I want to do Vezina stuff here quickly, Neil. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so obviously the leader in the clubhouse is probably Shesterkin. Yep. I'm making a push for Demko. Okay. Even though I play for the Canucks, and I, won't, I don't want to face them. But my third guy, you had thrown out before we started recording, Freddie Anderson, who was the other one you had said too. I didn't see another one. Oh, it was just Freddie Anderson? Freddie Anderson. We had, we had Tristan Jerry up there for a bit earlier in the year. Nice. He's fallen off. Fallen off. Our team... Team Canada. When I look at these stats for this guy, okay. I go... Yeah, you, you said you're going to be surprised by one This person. guy is a good fucking goaltender, and the team sucks. Okay, hold on. Before you even... Let me see if I can guess it. Okay. So he says that... You said the team's not very good. I'll, and I'll say this, actually, if you want me to give you a little bit more of a hint. Sure. I'll probably give it away. Normally, this is a team that is good defensively, and they're not this year. 
Hmm. 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 That will give it away. I'll go through Demko. That will give it away because it's Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin. <laughs> yes, it's Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. The Islanders are not good this year. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not eliminated from the playoffs, they're pushing for that ninth spot or from that ninth spot. That's right. But, okay, I'll go through all their numbers and you tell me he doesn't deserve to be on this ballot. Okay. Demko has played. I don't, Vancouver has got to stop doing this to their goalies. 59 games Demko's played in. Shesterkin's played in 49, Sorokin in 45. Ten less. <laughs> anyway. Vancouver just have had good goalies. And they too. just run them into the ground. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Pushing for that playoffs. Just run. I mean, he's your Longer, best player. Schneider. <laughs> Demko. <laughs> Markstrom, for God's Markstrom. sake. They had Markstrom. Oh, my God. Uh, so Demko's a uh, 935, 5 on 5 save percentage. Shesterkin, 934. Sorokin. A 938 leads the league. What? Leads the league. Goal saved above average. Demko, 25.91. Shesterkin, 20.51. Okay. Sorokin, 23.26. Higher than Shesterkin. Oh, my God. High danger shots faced. (laughs) Demko's faced 389. That's second in the league, if you're wondering. First is Hellebuck with, like, 400. (laughs) Shesterkin, 332. Sorokin, 286. So, not quite as many. High danger save percentages, though. Demko, 861. Shesterkin, 867. Sorokin, 878. Higher. High danger goal saved above average. Demko, 13.76. Shesterkin, 13.83. Sorokin, 14.82. Team Corsi. So how are they? Pl- how is the team in front of them playing, right? Because is, is it just a pro? Because Kemper's got good numbers up there, but Colorado's playing so well. How well is the team in front of them playing? Are they actually showing that they their numbers are sh- are showcasing their talent and not just the team in front of them? Demko, the playing behind the Canucks, they have a forty nine point seven five Corsi percentage at sixteenth in the league. Shesterkin's Rangers are forty six point nine five. That's twenty fifth in the league. Yeah, that's tough. And the mighty and they're leading the division. The mighty de- defensive Islanders, forty six point two eight, twenty ninth in the league. So worse. The mighty, mighty Islanders. Yeah. Expected goals for percentage for their teams. Uh, Demko's Canucks are 18th. Rangers, 26, which is, like you said, leading the division. And leading the, the division, tw- that's crazy. And the Islanders are 21. So, actually, Shesterkin's team is the worst. So, then that's where you're saying, like, you know, could be justified in giving to Shesterkin. Well, I look, and then I put up, well, how are their backups play? Their number one backups Gorgeous. play. Terrible. Well. Well, he was. Halak for Demko. He has a 915 save percentage. That's a dip of 20%, 20 points, I should say. Yeah. A minus 5.5 goal saved above average. Faced 89 high danger so chances. So no wonder he's played 59 games. Faced 89 high, da- high danger chances and 820. Like Demko will play every game. From an 820 high danger save percentage. Yeah. Georgiev, 29 games played. A 911. Man, it was worse. Save percent. I know. A 911 save percentage. So dip of what is that? 23. Yeah. Minus 8.12 goals saved above average. Tough. And what did you say Shesterkin's was? 20? 20.5. <laughs> so that's... High danger shots, 166. High danger save percentage of 801. Difference of 28 fucking goals saved above. But anyway. Varlamov. Varlamov. Whatever he wants Varlamov, to say. Varlamov. Yeah. We'll say Varlamov. 28 games played. A 910 save percentage. <laughs> so similar dip behind Sorokin. Actually more. Yeah. 27 points. Mm-hmm. A minus twelve point zero eight goal saved above average. Oof. 
High danger shots, 208. He has, actually has a good high danger. So Sorogan's right there with Shostakovich is what you're saying. I think Sorogan's the best goalie in the league. No, I think Demko is. Yeah, you think But Sorogan is good. Two Russians on there. Yep. Again, Vasilevsky. So that's why Demko's going to get it. Dude. I know. Russia would... I know. Their goaltenders are insane. Well, too bad that... I know. Anyway. But they're good. They'll play internationally. Yeah. So thoughts? But they're so good. Who would you give the Vezina to after, after all those numbers? Igor Shosturkin. I think you have to because he's the only team that's in the playoffs. That's, well, they're winning the division. Yeah. 50 goal scorer on their team. Panarin's 12th in, goal I know. in scoring. I know. But you look at this, some of those things, you're like, oh, they're not great defensively. Nope. I think Demko's... Like, Every time I look at this like number, if I was I'm a like, Rangers fan, this. after you go through all these numbers, I'd be like, we could get our doors blown off yeah, yeah. very quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're playing like the Hurricanes or whoever. The Panthers the or division. something? Yeah. Who would they be playing right now? They would be playing... Oh, they'd be playing the Penguins. Oh. Gino's resting for the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Cross-checking in Boretsky. Four games. Yeah. It's... Matthews gets two. Yeah. Matthews was more vicious. Result so. was way worse on Malkins. Yeah. Just can't hit people. Malkin a repeat defender? Repeat yeah, defender. he's been suspended for something. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, Matthews was more violent, but it was at least, like, not right in the chicklets. Matthews was raged. Yeah. Malcolm uh, was more like they were kind of whatever, but he just got a stick up. Can't do it. <laughs> Porkowicki also has no teeth. so No teeth. <laughs> just his gums. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So you're giving it You're giving it to Shesterkin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you have to. It's the leading is the division. The, is the Vezina the same as the Hart Trophy? You have to make the playoffs? No, but I, I think there's some merit when you read out those numbers and you're like, oh, shit. Like, so he's been a main contributor. I don't understand how the Canucks team is so bad. When you have a goalie like this, you have all of a sudden Elias Pearson is well. Yep. JT Miller has what? Elias Pearson already has thirty goals now. Yeah, I know. he sucked at the start of the year. Well, Derek Ryan at one point had more five on five points yeah. than him. Yeah, sorry, Ryan Derek. And then JT Miller has like ninety points. I know. I just saw it today. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Wanted to trade him. Why? They want to trade everyone on this team. Apparently, Bo Horvat's winning seventeen faceoffs. They want to trade him. <laughs> seventeen nothing. That's uh, how you win hockey games. Gain in possession. Yeah. So, yeah, Pedersen has 26 goals right now. He's going to get 30 probably. Crazy. When yeah. did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Bruce Boudreaux. Oh. Yeah, JT Miller's 86 points in 72 games. 86 points. And they have Quinn Hughes on the back end. I don't understand. I don't understand this team. Because <laughs> you think, like, you look at it and you're like, they should be a playoff team. Absolutely. How the hell are the Kings in that spot? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Coach Ryan? Coach Ryan, let's do it. See, unlike scoring, defense never quits. I want to be on the team, coach. I want to play two-way hockey. Okay, well, you know, I'll go first. Or can I piggyback off you? Sure. I got an Islander. Oh, okay, then go right ahead. I have a Russian, so I thought it was going to be a good... <laughs> <laughs> Either or. Yeah. Either or, baby. Because I think you'll like this because it's like not numbers that blow you away, uh-huh. but this is some Coach Ryan shit right okay. here. This is a Lou Lamorello kind of oh, player. God. You probably can already guess. What if Brett Burns... Got traded to yeah. the so Yeah, so he played three games. I, so I, I ran it from Friday when we Me recorded too. last Me too. To so my guy today. had three games too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so six takeaways in three games. Ooh. Zero giveaways in that time period too. I mean, only one hit and one block. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Two minutes and 31 shorthanded and a minute 56 power play. So Two minutes and 31. Shorthanded and a minute 56 power play. Okay, good balance. So more shorty than... How many points? He had two goals, one assist. Oh, okay. But Any special good. teams? This is where you're going to love it, though. Oh, all shorthanded. One even strength point. Oh, perfect balance. One power play point. Yes. One shorthanded goal. 
Yes, I love it. <laughs> one, one, one. Nice. And I was like, that's Coach O'Ryan right there. Yeah. We yeah. won't talk about his plus minus, but you know, whatever. Is it Palmieri? It is Zach Parise. Oh, oh, I was talking shit about him earlier, too. <laughs> It was that one, one, yeah, one. Perfect. I mean, perfect harmony and just New York Islanders to a T. Absolutely. He got a even strength point, shorthanded point, and shorthanded goal, no yeah. less, and a power play point. I mean, come on. Give I, it to me. Three points, three games, six takeaways. Zach Parise. Pushing for the playoffs there. That's right. So my guy, Neil. Counting for nine million against the Capitals. Neil, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. He deserves it. I'm not just doing this just to give it to him. He's, de- he's earned this. Wait, do I know who it is? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you? Washington Capitals? Yeah. It's Alex Ovechkin. Man, we shut down Obi-Watch. <laughs> we shut down Obi-Watch. We tried to be, you know. But I got to give the guy some love here. He's pushing for another 50-goal season. Yeah. One goal, four assists, five points in three games. Mm-hmm. One, one power play that goal. That nine game. Well, he only had two points last night, actually. One power play goal. Yep. Ten hits, Ooh. vintage Ovi, vintage Ovi. Four blocks, two, four takeaways. When I was running, when I'm, sorry, when four I got, blocks, two takeaways. When I got stats and research to run it, I was like, "Ooh, Ovi's up there." Power play, four minutes, twenty-two seconds per game. Oh my Short-handed. God. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Let's not Didn't talk about it. Didn't see the ice. Didn't see real it. McDavid. Real McDavid deployment there. Didn't see the ice. His centerman did though. I know Kuznetsov at least plays. Yeah, both. Yeah, no, not even playing with Backstrom anymore. Yeah, but I gotta give to Ovi. Gotta give to Ovi. Coach Ryan, winner. And that's how you play real defense. Okay. Now, so now I know who I got to do next week. So that's good. I don't know what that means. That was very ominous. Who I have to be my coach of Ryan next week. Now I know. You've, already, you've made the decision for me. Okay. Similar to when we had to have the Tampa Bay third line. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you're going with this. Okay. but <laughs> I'll no, save it for next week. I have no idea where you're going with this. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Road Warriors, Neil. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Been dying since the day I was born. Cause there's no road that ain't a hard road to travel on. Let's hear it. We're on a. We're, it's funny sometimes when we get on these uh, with certain teams, we just they join the conversation just by no fault of our own. They just stay mm-hmm. throughout the whole okay. episode. Um, oh, the Islanders! It's the Islanders. Of course, it is. This is what the award was built for. Yes, New York Islanders at the Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. A two-one win. Oh, now yeah. here's the thing: silver. Well, no, silver is a two-nothing. So I was going to ask you, but we'll is do that two a one point five? Hmm. Yeah, that's a one. It, it's a one point five, or is it a two point five? No, two one is a silver. No, two two nothing is a silver with a one empty netter. One empty netter. Yeah, and but I think no, because I thought me and you had made the modification. I think we did. Okay, because we said we said two one could do it. Okay, we could do silver. Okay, we'll give just a, to, just to add more silvers in there. I think that me and you had made the mod mm-hmm. earlier. Because I know we've done a two one victory before with two. So that's let's why, give we'll give them the two. That's why we have the conversation. Yeah, we'll that's give them the two. Here. That's right. All right, two one win. So it's a Kay. silver. Yeah. Uh, shots were even twenty one twenty one. So half a point. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Okay. Push. Penalty kill, four for four. Oh, Hits yeah. twenty to fourteen. Oh yeah. Blocks fifteen to six. Oh yeah. Ooh. 
Palmieri and Pajot scored. Tough. They don't have a ton of pretty boys per se. Well, they literally they, can't have beards, so I I know that makes them pretty boys, right? Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, just because Lou Lamorello <laughs> won't let them have beards, fuck them. All pretty boys now. And fucking loser. Sorokin was a net, so and it wasn't on a back to back. So okay. that, what is that? Six points. That is six five point five. Five point five. That still is a good. Standard. That's a good. It's a good road win. It's a good road win. Solid. The abs were up there, and that pissed me off. Mm. But I, I couldn't give them good faith. Outshot like motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, because yeah, because the Oilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was it actually almost like a road win? Yeah, it was two one as well. Ooh. In the shootout. Ooh, that's like a real. No, I could. I could do. No, they, but like the the, the Oilers. Yeah, the Oilers dominate hits and blocks because man, because we dominated the game. Gritty. Uh, Neil, Fantasyland Motel. Lay, lay it on the people about your amazing pick last week. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he only played. He only played one game, but this is a flyer pick. This no, 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 is, no. Robert Thomas. Oh yeah, last week I had yes. said fifty percent. Yep, he had six points in correct? three games. In three games, two goals, four assists. Told you, only fifty percent owned. Pretty you, good. You want to know? You want to know what Robert Thomas's shooting percentage was? I wrote it down. Forty-five. Forty percent. Yeah. Hey, when you're hot, <laughs> you're hot. Shots. Yeah. <laughs> When you're hot, you're hot, baby. One of those, Neil, was a game-winning goal. Was he shooting on Mike Smith? Or One of those was a game-winning goal. Unreal. Okay, so this week is a stretch, I'll admit. Okay. He only played one game this past, like, from the same filter that we've been doing. Mm -hmm. He had three goals, one assist, though. Okay. And so I think if you're, like, really scratching the service, because if they only played one game, too, and if you're in, like, some matchup, they they play a lot of games this week or Mm -hmm. something. It's actually Jack Roslovic. Oh, for the, the Columbus, Columbus Blue, Blue Jackets. Aforementioned Columbus Blue Jackets. So that's what happens. It is all he still circles. Still playing with Lonnie? Could be. Lonnie's just gone ice cold. You haven't heard anything about him. Of course. <laughs> I mean, what, what else do we expect? <laughs> He's going to finish with 30 goals, and he hasn't scored since February. <laughs> like, honestly, I swear to God. I'd love to see when the last time he fucking scored. Or, like, I'll, I'll get stats and research. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, Jack, only 6% owned, so he'll be in any league that you need. Um, it's a real, it, yeah. Don't it's even a, worry about it's it. It's a real flyer. It's more just like if you're really, really desperate, um, you're in a console. Yeah. So Jack Roslovic is currently playing, according to Cap Friendly's depth charts, on the top line with Patrick Lonnie and Gustav Nyquist. Hilarious. Gustav. Gustav. Uh, looking at Patrick Lonnie's game log here. I just can't even wait. He, he probably hasn't. hasn't <laughs> yeah, he probably hasn't scored. Like, I'm not joking, but he's he probably going to be scored close. In, he probably hasn't scored since March. He hasn't scored in 11 games. Like He hasn't scored since March March 19th. That's almost a month. <laughs> it's April. What's the day we're we recording on? April 13th. 13th. Almost a month. Hasn't scored a goal. It's the Patrick Line way. And he'll, the last eight games, he'll score 10 goals. Yeah, he's sitting at 25. Yeah, he'll get 35 goals. And you're like, whoa, 35 goals? Then you look and it's like, oh, he did those 35 goals in like 30 games. Oh, cool. And you're like, whoa. How does that, how is that possible? Uh, it's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> it's so funny. I would then, love to see like what 
kind of player he would be with like a McDavid. Like, would it make him better? I don't know, man. I, it's he, he's like an enigma. Yeah, in the 16 games prior to that, he scored 12 goals and eight points, or 12 sorry, 12 goals and eight assists, 20 points. <laughs> Literally went from over a point a game to zero. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. Couple he's assists. Had, he's had four assists, five assists okay. in 11 games. Okay. Columbus also just they just suck. suck. It's true. Um, Enjoy it. Get that bread, Zorensky, because Milani's out of there for sure. You think so? Yeah, that's they're saying he doesn't want to fucking play there. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play there. No. Jack um, Roslick wants to play there from from Ohio. Good Ohio boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> great. Went back home, baby. That worked out for Baker Mayfield. I don't even know if he's from Ohio. I don't no, know. He's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's from Texas because they're all from fucking Texas. Oh, he played for Texas, didn't he? No, he played for Oklahoma. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. They're I mean, all the same to me, Neil. I know it's they're true. all the fucking same. All those big, SEC, it's Big Twelve. Big 12 that's all, Big Twelve. All the same to me. Well, Oklahoma's going to the SEC, right? That's why the coach was like, "Peace," because uh, they're going to get their asses kicked. Well, like, there's only so many dogs that get to eat at the table. Like, yeah. honestly, I don't care how good of a program you think you are. Yeah, and the, yeah. Because now you're all going to just sh- kick the shit out of each other. My little college. Yeah, because it's for, like when you have Oklahoma and Alabama and LSU. States in the Big Twelve, right? They're like Florida State's not no, in the No, Florida SEC. State's in the ACC. ACC, yeah. I knew I knew they were in the SEC. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's only so many plates at the table, man. Like, you're going to beat the shit out of each other, give each other three, four losses, be out of the national conversation. Because, like, Oklahoma's – so you, you want to be perpetually 10-3? and three? Mm-hmm. Or if you're Lincoln Riley, hey, why stay at Oklahoma when I can go to USC? Mm-hmm. We're on the uprise, and we can go 13-0 and and get an automatic bid. Pack 12 baby. That's right. We're Makes pa- sense. We're, we're a Pac-12 podcast. We're a Pac-12 podcast for sure. We are because oh, yeah. we're at West. We're at least close to. Some Although of these teams. I don't know why, when it comes to college basketball, I just can't I can't help myself. I love the big. I I love the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Yeah. Mm. I do. I don't know. I like it. They're mm. they're, they're they're those gritty. T- you know. Well, the Big East. The, the, the big on, the man. Big East used to be. I know but, the the one that but, was like with Villanova. But but now but we're Connecticut. Ta- we're talking about you know. Come on. We're talking about these teams that used to fuck up Coach K's life. This is true. We love those teams. Um, we'll close on this. Baker Mayfield from Austin, Texas. That sounds right. <laughs> Why do I know this stuff? I don't know, Neil. Uh, I asked myself these questions. How do I? How, like, but it was like, I must have been on a sleepy night looking on Baker Mayfield's Wikipedia page or something, and just remembered it's from Texas. Okay, now that that is what we'll close on because that is there a we, scary thought. There we what go. What are you doing? There we go. Although I never thought I'd say it, I kind of have. I kind of feel bad for Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah, I kind of feel bad. Getting the shaft. Uh, so anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, uh, if you're not already subscribed on pod- uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever your podcast, please do that. Share with people, uh, comment and rate us if you can, because it helps with algorithm stuff. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Two Man Booth and. Yeah, until next week, Neil, we'll have two games to talk about, Preds and uh, Golden Knights. Golden Knights, that's right. So Maybe then, three, depending on when they play after that, too. Uh, you think, well, two up to next Wednesday. but um, up to the, Is it only two up to next yeah, Wednesday? Yeah, it's only two. What on earth? I don't know. Oh, because we play Wednesday night. Right. I might do, oh, so we might do another ah, Thursday but they play. They play the Stars, though. Is it really worth it? We should just bury that one into the week after. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, until next week, Neil. Nah, nothing else. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy.